right, what's up everyone? It's James Preston. And Graham Tennant. From SA Crypto for another edition of Market Analysis. And it's been a while, our apologies, three week hiatus, because I'm in the middle of writing a book about blockchain and how blockchain can be used in the corporate setting in the business world. So uh, some idealists may not like that idea, but I've had a lot of queries from your business people asking, hey, can we use blockchain in our business? So I address uh, a lot of the hype and some of the technicalities as well. So I've been stuck in writing mode, but we need to do uh, a market analysis. Uh, so Graham, you know what? You may as well just take us straight into what's happening. Cool. Um, in the three weeks that we haven't done a recording, just tell us what has happened and how that is building up towards what could happen. Sure. So it looks like you know, in the three weeks that we've been off air, the market's been waiting for us, obviously, to release our market <laughs> exactly. report. So that's it, you know, we, we can then see some action. We're getting we're getting popular. <laughs> we're getting that popular. Hundred percent. So yeah, look. Since we last chatted, we haven't seen very much. The market's moved sideways. It's been quite choppy in the trading. Um, from hour to hour, it's almost looked like you know, the market wants to move up, then it wants to move down. So it's been um, quite uh, schizophrenic, a little bit bipolar the last three uh, three weeks. But um, yeah, still plenty to chat about, so I'm keen to dive into it. Okay, well, let's, um, let's have a look. I mean, uh, we're currently at 8,150 US dollars per Bitcoin. So um, are we still in bull territory? Yes, yes we are. Um, I, I still firmly believe that we are in bull territory. Um, you know, like we've discussed previously, you know, this is obviously on a, a daily time frame, so we can see the, the bigger picture here. But if we zoom in on, on this, um, on these more recent times, as we've covered previously, we broke out of this um, uh, resistance zone um, quite, quite a while back, around the 4,200 mark, strongly with really good um, power. And then we were worried about, obviously, this large uh, resistance zone, which was starting at 6,000, and we powered straight through that. And once we blew through that level, we thought, flip, you know, 10,000 could be on the cards, 15,000 years, we could have another rampage like we did in, in 2017. And, and since then, that's, you know, that's really the last few weeks when we kind of moved sideways. Um, and yeah, we'll zoom in a little bit on that um, portion there to kind of get an idea about where the market might be going from here. All right, we'll take us through it. Cool. So let's zoom in on a closer time frame. Um, let's go back to the four hour first, actually. So what was interesting here is that originally we looked like we were setting up a, you know, a, a flag or a, a pennant pattern here, um, which would have been bullish and that would have seen us move uh, you know, comfortably past the 10,000 mark region. But that never really materialized. So we, we looked to, to draw trend lines um, in various different capacities and uh, we were doing technical analysis. And a trend line is simply the joining of various high points or low points. So you know, if you have a, a line that joins a number of different highs, that is a, 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 what we would call a, a resistance trend line and, and vice versa, that would be a support trend line. Um, and what we can see in this case is that we've got almost a convergence of price, um, a squeezing of price action, and that obviously, um, that, that drop in volatility right. uh, means that that power is almost being stored and then we expect um, uh, an impulsive move up and or down. And so in this case, was that the impulsive breakout of it, right? That was the impulsive breakout, um, but it disappointed because it didn't materialize in, in further upside. So this is a continuation pattern. So, uh, Which you spoke of in our last episode, yes. I remember. Um, and very, very basically, if, you know, the, the rule of thumb for what this, the, here we would call this a flag pattern. So this would be our flag pole. 
Let me just bring that back here. So that would be the, the distance that the price traveled to get into that, um, that, that flag pattern. And then we can expect um, the same happening coming out of that pattern. So it would be a projection of that flag pole to the upside. And this is being very broad, but that would have taken us to the 11,000 type of region. Right. So we did get an impulsive break out of the, out of the flag uh, initially, but then we cooled off quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so it didn't materialize to the extent that um, I was originally hoping or anticipating. Um, but yeah, that's okay. And that happens in trading sometimes. Um, and now we've gone into this period of, of, of time where the, the price has moved in quite a choppy fashion. But one thing to have to notice here is that we did move into an ascending wedge at this, at this point in time here, um, which would have been your signal to, to get out or to, or to at least be more um, cautious. Now, so you're connecting that with the very this. bottom wick there, hey? Yeah. Sorry for the poor guy that um, <laughs> sold his Bitcoin at <laughs> that price. You have to wonder, was that a, a fat finger uh, mistake or did, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what, what happened. Yeah. yeah. So you're drawing <laughs> it from that wick, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so that would be your bottom, your bottom most price there. And that's, this is more of a, um, a rising wedge pattern and that's, that's a bearish pattern. Um, and then we did break out of that rising wedge. And that would have been your signal once we broke below that line there, that would be your signal to, to, to sell or to at least um, uh, downweight your long position. Okay. On Bitcoin. Um, yeah. So, and, and now we've, we've moved obviously down out of that structure. And now what I was looking for here is this, this um, orange zone. Because yeah. that was the zone that we had highlighted early as a strong um, resistance zone on the way up. Mm. And, and this is a level where there was a lot of buying or selling action. Um, and it acts, like a, it acts like a magnet for the, for the market. So you almost expect the price to be drawn down into that area at some stage. Um, and so far we've avoided that. Um, but particularly around about you know, between the, the 4th to the 10th of this month, um, it looked like there was a good chance that we were going to test that. And there was a bit of a messy head and shoulders pattern, which I'll also point out to you. So these are the mixed signals that we've been getting, we've been getting from the market the last little while. So that would be your head and shoulders. And you can see that that was really the critical area there. So that was on the 9th. So had we broken below that, that line, um, then there would have been a really good chance we would have come down and tested this area here, which would have been your your six and a half thousand dollar area, right. but that hasn't happened again. So, so this, so now another, the, the, you know, the, 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 the most recent twist in the tail has been these now higher highs and higher lows, where it looks like we've avoided that fall below that um, seven thousand five hundred level, and now we're looking more bullish again. So this has been the yeah, the, the the different signals we've been getting from the market. And what what are you looking for now? Sure. So now, look, this is looking quite bullish. If you look, look at this in isolation, you know, this little area here, okay, very basically what we're getting here is, is higher lows, okay? So if we just circle those um, for the sake of visualizing this, there would be a low, that's a low, another low. Right. I need to practice my so. circle drawing, okay? <laughs> But it's not can, exactly Photoshop, so it's okay. <laughs> but we can see that the overall trend is moving upwards, okay? And, and the same on the, on the tops. Let's get a different color pen here. 
I'm just making them blue. So that's a higher top, higher top. This one was kind of the same, okay? But now here we've got a clear higher high up, up on that side. So, so this in isolation um, is looking pretty, pretty bullish now. Um, I am still aware that we do have a significant level to the downside um, that I'm, I, I have been expecting to test for some time. But this kind of price action is saying, well, look, we want to actually move higher from here. And we've broken out of this rising wedge. We've had a bit of a fall down. Now we've bottomed out. We're starting to see some bullish buying come back into the market. So overall, I'm, I'm still pretty bullish. And if we zoom out even further and we get the bigger picture that we looked at at the beginning, this is still a bullish picture. Um, and if we were avoiding a head and shoulders um, pattern actually materializing, then my bias is, 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 to, the, to, the is to the upside for now. Okay. Yeah. And you had the Bitcoin dominance chart set up for yes. us. What's the reason for that? What do you want to show us here? So the Bitcoin dominance chart is great because it gives you an overview about where Bitcoin is sitting compared to the rest of the altcoin market. So without drilling down into detail on each individual altcoin, this gives us a broad picture about where we're at. Because some of them are looking um, quite attractive. But um, again, while we're in this choppy phase, the altcoins generally are also in that kind of choppy phase. So there's nothing really standing out. But one thing I did want to point out is that yeah, Bitcoin did go on a big run versus the rest of the market starting at the big, yeah, mid of April, uh, halfway through April. Um, but that run seems to be over now. Okay, so and the, and the altcoins did take quite a bit of um, market share back. So to give you an idea here, we moved from 51% dominance all the way up to 60% dominance. Wow. So it's almost a 10% dominance move. Okay. Um, so that that just says to you that over that period of time, Bitcoin. That you want to stay out of alt. You want to stay out of alt. Yeah. You want to hold your Bitcoin. Um, but it now looks like that trend is over. Um, and look, it's again now 50-50 about where we're going to go to from here. Um, maybe a slight bias to the downside. So that that would say look at your alts now. Um, but again, no clear indication of of um, any directional move on, on on this chart for now. Okay. Definitely want to keep an eye on. Okay, so I mean, people are starting to talk about the altcoins, um, certainly, and and uh, reminiscing about the old season of 2015, Absolutely. the old season of 2017. Yeah. Starting to see similarities. Yeah. For you, are you seeing the same type of similarities? Um, look, the altcoins are interesting because obviously they're exciting because they're so much more volatile than yeah. Bitcoin. If you get it right you're going to really do well. Um, the problem with altcoin season is it just lasts for such a short period of mm. time. So unless you're in the game at the right moment, the right time, um, you miss that train pretty quickly and you don't want to be on the wrong side when the altcoin market um, has, has some pain. So it's a difficult one. I'm definitely, I'm not diving into alts um, holistically. I'm looking to pick them um, individually, you know, Litecoin is one that we could have a look at. It's done really well, so I'd be looking to buy a Litecoin and a pullback because that looks really strong. Um, Ripple's been under a lot of pressure, and that just hasn't got out of first gear um, compared to some of the others. So you reckon it so, could? From a technical perspective, you reckon it could? Ripple can... Can do <laughs> when, amazing things. When it goes, <laughs> nothing goes yeah. like Ripple when yeah. it goes. True. But um, I'm not brave enough right now to be holding a large position in Ripple, um, waiting for that one day when it really shoots the lights out. So I'm staying away from Ripple, um, but I do like Ethereum, I do like Litecoin, 
um, those are the ones I'm going to be sticking to for now. All right. Well, yeah. there we go, Graham. Thanks so much. Cool. Thanks, James. appreciate it. Thanks for this edition of Market Analysis. Uh, Graham and myself are very likely going to be down at Crypto Fest. It's happening in Cape Town, uh, being hosted by Bitcoin Events, the same people that bring you Blockchain Africa every year. Um, and we're going to be talking about uh, trading in general. I'm going to be talking about the influence of media in trading and specifically in uh, the cryptocurrency markets. And uh, it's very likely that Graham is going to be on a panel, still negotiating uh, your presence there, but hoping um, that all goes well. So join us, CryptoFest. You can check it out on Twitter um, or go to Bitcoin, Google Bitcoin Events and you should be able to find their website. We'll give you all the details when they have their full speaker list announced. So uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, happy trading. Cheers, guys. See you then.